called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. And Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. And I would like to minister to you from this thought for a while today. Life giver. Life giver. Amen. Pray with me one more time. Father, I exalt you, Jesus. I thank you again today, God, for your grace, your mercy, your loving kindness towards us. Oh, God, have mercy upon us. Oh, God, I pray, God, today. Thank you for your presence that we feel in this place, God. We're asking you, Lord, let us not leave the way that we came, but let us leave changed, renewed, and refreshed in the Holy Ghost. And we give you glory and honor in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Life giver. I was flipping through the web and, you know, finding some little humor quotes about Mother's Day and things from Mother's Day. And I came across this a little bit here. Amen. And it's titled, What Famous Mothers Might Have Said. What Famous Mothers Might Have Said. Mary, Mary, quite contrary, Mother. I don't know, I don't mind you having a garden, Mary, but does it have to grow under your bed? <laughs> Mona Lisa's mother may have said, After all the money your father and I spent on braces, Mona, that's the biggest smile you can give us? Humpty Dumpty's mother may have said, Humpty, if I've told you once, I've told you a hundred times not to sit on that wall. But would you listen to me? No. Columbus' mother may have said, I don't care what you've discovered, Christopher, you still could have written. Baby Ruth's mom, Babe Ruth's mother may have said, Babe, how many times have I told you quit playing ball in the house? That's the third window you've broken this week. <laughs> Michelangelo's mother may have said, Mike, you can, you can't, can't you paint on walls like other children? Do you have an any idea how hard it is to get that stuff off the ceiling? <laughs> Napoleon's mother may have said, All right, Napoleon, if you aren't hiding your report card inside of your jacket, then take your hand out of there and prove it. <laughs> General George Armstrong Custer's mother may have said, Now, George, remember what I told you. Don't go biting off more than you can chew. Abraham Lincoln's mother may have said, Again with the stovepipe hat, Abe, can't you just wear a baseball cap like all the other kids? <laughs> Barney's mother may have said, I realize strange plums are your favorite, Barney, but you're starting to look a little purple. <laughs> 
<laughs> Mary's mother might have said, I'm not upset that your lamb followed you to school, Mary, but I would like to know how he got a better grade than you. <laughs> that man's mother may have said, it's a nice car, Bruce, but do you realize how much the insurance is going to be? Goldilocks' mother may have said, I've got a bill here for a busted chair from the Bear family. You know anything about this, Goldie? <laughs> Little Miss Muffet's mother may have said, Well, all I've got to say is, if you don't get off your tuffet and start cleaning your room, there'll be a lot more spiders around here. Albert Einstein's mother may have said, but Albert, it's your senior picture. Can't you do something about your hair? Style in jail, moose or something. George Washington's mother may have said, the next time I catch you throwing money across the Potomac, you can kiss your allowance goodbye. Jonah's mother may have said, that's a nice story. But now tell me where you've been for these three days. Superman's mother may have said, Clark, your father and I have discussed it. And we've decided you can have your own telephone line. Now will you quit spending so much time in those phone booths? <laughs> Thomas Edison's mother may have said, Of course I'm proud that you invented the electric light bud, Thomas. Now turn off the light and get to bed. <laughs> Just a little humor, amen, to talk about Mother's Day. Scriptures tell us that Adam called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all living. The name of Eve actually means life living or the life giver. Every living creature has a mother. No creature is born without the female, and once she gives birth, she becomes a mother. Paul writing to the church at Galatia in the 4th chapter and the 22nd verse says, For it is written that Abraham had two sons, the one of a bondsmaid, the other of a free woman. But he of who was of the bondswoman was born after the flesh, but he of the free woman was by promise, which things are in allegory. For these are two covenants, the one from Mount Sinai, which gender to bondage, which is Agar. For this Agar is Mount Sinai in Arabia, and answer it to Jerusalem, which now is and is in bondage with their children. But Jerusalem, which is above, is free, which is the mother of us all. Jerusalem from above is free, which is the mother of us all. If we say that we are in the church, then we are to be free. Paul tells the church in Galatians 5 to stand fast, therefore, in the liberty wherein Christ has made us free and be entangled again, not with the yokes of bondage. Jesus said to those Jews which believed on him, If you continue in my word, then are you my disciples indeed, and you shall know the truth, and the truth shall 
shall make you free. If the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. Amen. So my question today is, who's your mother? Amen. In Revelation 21, verse 2 and 3, John says, And I, John, saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven, prepared as the bride adorned for a husband. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is with men, and he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people, and God himself shall be with them and be their God. The first commandment that was given with a promise uh, was children obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and thy mother, which is the first commandment uh, with the promise. Uh, Notice what the Lord says through the prophet that wrote the scripture. Motherhood is very important, uh, but I am afraid if we're not careful that with the women's movement and the liberation and the push for equality, it can drown out the value and the most important thing about motherhood. And that's the enemy's overall goal is to not let you be able to see the value and the importance uh, of motherhood. We understand that no life exists outside of motherhood. Uh, this is why Solomon would write uh, that a virtuous woman and he said, her price is above rubies. Her children rise up and called her bless, uh, and her husband also, and he praises her. But Satan's move is to destroy motherhood because he knows that nothing exists uh, and lives outside of the motherhood. You see, the church is a light giver. In Matthew 16, 19, Jesus says, upon this rock, I will build my church uh, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. You have no life outside of the church. Uh, the church is, is our mother. Paul says uh, that Jerusalem which above is free which is the mother of us all. In the natural life we may not have good respect or we may not have a good report of our mother uh, but I come to tell you uh, when you flip the pages in you begin to realize the value of the church is our mother. No spiritual life is given outside of the church. That's why Jesus says to Nicodemus that he that has come down is also risen up again to where he was in the beginning. You see, after God created his church, it was designed to birth and to bring forth newness of life. Amen. The same way Adam and Eve represents uh, Christ in his church, uh, Mary and Jesus, the Spirit represents Christ in his church, uh, Jesus in his church uh, represents newness of life. Amen. When you are in the church, when you are born uh, again of the water and the Spirit uh, in the church, the church becomes your mother and Jesus becomes uh, your heavenly Father. And this is why the Spirit 
scripture says, honor your father and your mother, amen, which is the first commandment with the promise. We got to value the church. We got to value how important she really is. She's the mother of us all. And if I don't value the church, then I'm disrespecting the church. If I don't value the church, I never realize how important it is and what the church can do for me. A lot of people just think the church is only for Sunday mornings. But no, my brothers and sisters, the church is the giver of life because Jesus says, without me, you can do nothing. In Him, Paul says, we live, we move, and we have our beings outside of the church. There is no life. Jesus says through the Apostle Paul, if any man has not the Spirit of Christ, he is none of his. This is why you need the Spirit of Almighty God. And so you have an understanding of the relationship between the church and Jesus Christ. It is his bride. Amen. This one, John, gives you a picture of a bride coming down, adorned for a husband. You see, the church is designed once it links with Jesus Christ, who's the father of us all. It is the birth new life in every place we go. Amen. Every place we go and places and things we do, we're the bring of newness of life. Praise God. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all in one accord in one place. And suddenly there came from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind, and it filled all the house where they were sitting, and there appeared unto them cloven tongues, like as a fire, and it set upon each of them, and they were all filled with the Holy Ghost, and began to speak with other tongues as the Spirit of God gave them the utterance. When the Spirit moved upon Mary, Mary, amen, as the angel appeared in the hair and said, you shall bring forth the Son, Mary's comment was, how shall this thing be, seeing I know not a man? And the angel says, the Spirit of the Holy Ghost shall overshadow thee, and that holy thing that shall be in you shall be called the Son of God. It's the same principle. It is the same concept on the day of Pentecost. Once the Holy Ghost comes in, amen, you are to birth newness of life, amen, because the church is the mother of us all, amen. It is Christ's church. It is His bride and it gives life like none other. It brings out newness of life, amen, through you and I. Paul says this is a great mystery but I'm talking about Christ and His church. He says, Husbands, love your wife as Christ loved the church and gave Himself for it, that He may present it to Himself a glorious church without spot or without wrinkle. He says, It's a great mystery, but I'm talking about Christ and His church. The reason it's a mystery is because most people don't realize that the 
church is the mother of us all. You, who is dead, Paul says, and your trespasses and sins have he quickened together with him that when the fullness of time was come, God sent forth his son, born under a woman, born under the law, to redeem them that are under the law, that we might receive the spirit of adoption. Amen. Therefore, we are no more strangers and pilgrims, but we're fellow heirs with the saints of Almighty God. The church is so important to you and I. That's why we must love it with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength. We need to value the church because outside of the church, there is no life. She's a life giver. Amen. You should value her because you have no life outside of the church of Jesus Christ. Amen. She is the mother of us all. Praise God. Jesus said, the thief comes not but for the steal, to kill, and to destroy. But I am come that you might have life, and that more abundantly. You need to realize that he's the life giver. The church is the life giver. Amen. Eve means life. It means living. It means the giver of life. The life giver. Amen. Without Eve. Amen. Adam would have just been there by himself. But notice what God did. He caused a sleep to come upon Adam. And he took one of his ribs. And he made woman. And he brought her to Adam. And Adam said, this is now bone of my bone and flesh of my flesh. And he called a woman. And you notice, after they fell in the garden, now they begin to conceive. They brought forth Cain. They brought forth Abel. They brought forth Seth. And when Seth, the Bible says, men began to call upon the name of the Lord. You see from the birth process, Adam and Eve began to birth, uh, newness of life. Uh, Paul would write to the church at Corinth, uh, the first man, Adam, uh, was made a living soul. The second Adam was made a quickening spirit. Uh, Howbeit that was not spiritual was first, uh, but that which is natural. He says the first man is from the earth. Uh, he's earthy. But the second man is the Lord uh, from heaven. God Almighty robbed himself in flesh and he came to earth in the form of like you and I to redeem them that was under the law. And to do that, he established his church, his bride. And with Jesus in the church, it births newness of life. Amen. Because without him, there is no life. Amen. The writer of Hebrews chapter 12 says, But ye are not come to Mount Zion unto the city of the living God, the holy Jerusalem, and to the innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly, the church of the firstborn, which are written in heaven, and to God, the judge of all, and to the spirit of just men made perfect, to Jesus Christ, the mediator of the new covenant, and to the blood of sprinkling that 
that speaks of better things than that of Abel, chapter 12, 22-24. Notice what he says. You've come unto Mount Zion. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised. And the city of our God, and the mountains of His holiness, beautiful for situations, the joy of the whole earth, is Mount Zion on the side of the north, the city of the great king. And then you come to Mount Zion under two, the, the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem. Notice what John says, and I saw a new heaven and a new earth coming down out of heaven as a bride adorned for her husband. And to the innumerable company of angels, to the general assembly, to the church of the firstborn. Amen. We've come to that firstborn. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. The same was in the beginning with God. All things were made by Him. And without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him was life. And the light was the light of men, and the light shineth in darkness. The darkness comprehended it not. Amen. That which was there came here to give us life. Amen. That's why Isaiah says in Isaiah 6, and the year the king Uzziah died, I saw the Lord sitting upon a throne, high and lifted up, and his train filled the temple. Above it stood the serpents, each having six wings, and with twain they covered their face, and with twain they covered their feet, and with twain they did fly, and they cried one to another, Holy, holy, holy is the Lord of hosts. The whole earth is full of His glory. Amen. You've not come. You've come to the general assembly, the church of the living God. You've come to the mother of us all. You must value this mother. Amen. Because I know that in the natural, our earthly mothers sometimes give us not the respect that we may not respect them. But no, my friend, not the church. You must value the church and the father of the church. Honor your father and your mother, which is the first commandment with a promise. Amen. So that you can live long. Amen. Notice, without honoring your mother and your father, you're not going to have long life. In other words, what the Scripture is saying, if you don't respect Jesus and you don't honor the church, then you're not going to have long life. Your promise that was given to you is not going to happen. You're never going to get the promise of Almighty God. This is why Paul says in Galatians 3, For as many as you has been baptized into Christ, you have put on Christ. There's neither Jew nor Greek. There's neither bond nor Free. There's neither male nor female, for you're all one in Christ. And if you be Christ's, then are you Abraham's seed and your heirs according to the promise. His church give life. This is what Paul 
would write to the church in Ephesus and the fourth chapter and he gave some apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the working of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, until we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the fullness of the stature of Christ, that would be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine, but may grow up into him, which is the head, even Christ. He's the head of the church. That man is always the head. That's why you must honor the head. That's why he created Adam first and then Eve. She's the mother of all living. The church is the mother of us all. Therefore, we must love the church with all our heart, our mind, and our soul, and our strength. Paul says, Behold, I show you a mystery. We shall not all sleep, but we shall be changed. And the moment, and the twinkling of an eye, for the trump shall sound, and then the dead in Christ shall rise first, and those of us that remain shall be caught up to be with the Lord in the air. And so shall we ever be with the Lord. We've got to realize that the church is the mother of us all. Paul right into Colossians chapter 1, verse 15 and 18. He is the firstborn of every creature. That's why you've come to the general assembly, the church of the firstborn. Jesus Christ. He's the firstborn from the dead. That's why Jesus told Nicodemus, amen, when he came to him by night, except the man be born again of the water and the spirit, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Nicodemus says, how can a man be born again when he's old? Can he enter the second time into his mother's womb and be born? Jesus said unto him, verily, verily, I say unto thee, except the man be born again of the water and the spirit, he cannot enter into the kingdom of of God. That which is born of the flesh is flesh, and that which is born of the Spirit is spirit. Marvel not that I say unto you, you must be born again. The wind blow where it listeth. You hear the sound thereof, but you can't tell where it's coming and where it's going. So is everyone that is born of the Spirit. Nicodemus says, how can these things be? Jesus said unto him, are you not a master of Israel? And you know these, not these things. We speak that we know and we testify that we have seen and you won't believe our report if I have told you earthly things and you believe not how shall you believe if I tell of you of heavenly things no man have ascended up to heaven but he that came down for heaven even the son of man which is in heaven and as Moses lifted up the serpent in the wilderness even so must the son of man be lifted up that so Ever believe in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life. The church is designed to give you life, and that more abundantly. If you're not living in life, then you're not in the church. If you're not on fire with life, you're not living in the church. You're not valuing the church. You're not valuing your mother. The church is designed to give you newness 
fullness of life to give you joy unspeakable and full of glory. She rises up early. Amen. The church provides everything that you and I have need of. A mother will not forget her suckling children. She understands that when you are birthed out of the church, the church is going to provide everything you have need of. That's why you have no need of spoil. When you're in the church, you're not supposed to have need of anything but Jesus Christ and His ways in the life that He has provided for you because your Heavenly Father knows the things you have need of for you ever asked of Him. The church is the mother of us all. Jesus says to the religious leaders, Yo, Moses gave you not that bread, but the bread from heaven is He that came down from heaven. And what was His purpose? To give life to the world. Praise God. The church is a life giver. Amen. He's the firstborn, Paul says in Colossians, to every creature. For by Him were all things created that are in heaven, that in earth, visible and invisible, whether they be thrones or dominions or principalities or powers, all things was created by Him and for Him, and He's before all things. And by Him all things consist, and He's the head of the body, the church, who is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in all things He might have preeminence, first place. Amen. He's the firstborn. Amen. Of the living. Praise God. Jesus died. He was buried. And He rose again. When you and I come up out of the waters of baptism, we're risen. We're birthed into the church. We're birthed to walk in newness of life. We've got a great mother. Her name is the church. We've got a great father. And His name is Eve. I mean, Jesus. Praise God. My mind got off there. But I come to tell you, the church is so important to you and I because it's the life giver. Praise God. Amen. The first Adam became disobedient. But that second Adam, that quickening spirit, became a life giver. See, Eve birthed King and Abel and Seth. Amen. Life giver. Rebecca. Amen. Birth Jacob. Life giver. Amen. Sarah. Birth Isaac. Life giver. Leah. Birth Judah. Life giver. Rachel. Birth Joseph. A life giver. Jacob. Birth Moses. Life giver. Ruth. Birth Obed. A life giver. Hannah. Birth Samuel. A life giver. And Mary birthed Jesus. A life giver. And Jesus birthed the church. Which is a life giver. Amen. Hallelujah. Yes, is a life giver. Amen. That's what it's all about. The church is a life giver. Praise God. John says, that which was from the beginning which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes and are looked upon and our hands have handled 
of the word of life, for the life was manifested, and we have seen it and bear witness and show to you that eternal life, which was with the Father and was manifest unto us. Amen. The church. Amen. Are you in the church? Do you love the church? Praise God. Upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. Paul says in Romans 8, There is therefore now no condemnation to them who are in Christ Jesus, who walk not after the flesh but after the Spirit. For the law of the Spirit of life in Christ has made us free from the law of sin and death. For what the law could not do, and that it was weak through the flesh, God sent in his own Son in the likeness of sinful flesh, condemned sin in the flesh. That we, the righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the spirit. But they that after the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, and they that have the spirit the things of the spirit. For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Amen. For the carnal mind is not subject to the things of God, neither indeed can be. So then they that are in the flesh cannot please God. But you're not in the flesh, but in the spirit of so be that the spirit of God dwell in you. Not if any man have not the spirit of Christ, he's none of his. But if the spirit that raised up Jesus from the dead dwell in you, he that raised up Christ shall quicken your own, your mortal bodies by the same spirit that dwelleth in you. We're debtors, not to the flesh. To live after the flesh. For if you live after the flesh, you're going to die. But if the Spirit do mortify the deeds of the flesh, you shall live. Amen. But they that are led by the Spirit of God, you are the sons of God. Amen. And if sons, we're heirs. Heirs of God and joint heirs of Christ. Praise God. We've received the spirit of adoption. The church is the mother of us all. Aren't you glad you got a great mother? Amen. She's full of compassion. She's full of love. She's full of forgiveness. She's full of strength. She's full of beauty. She's full of holiness. Amen. She's come that you might have life and that more abundantly. Let's stand this morning. Amen. Life giver. Life giver. The church is the mother of us all. Life giver. One of the most important things that you will ever realize is how much the church really means to you. When you learn to value the importance of the church, you will see how the relationship of Christ and the church is the same as a father and a mother 
that will take care of his children. That's why Jesus knows everything we have need of. So you got to value, love the church, value the church. Amen. Because you've been brought to this newness. Amen. And she loves you. Amen. Father, we praise you again today, Lord. God, have your way today, O oh Lord Jesus, I pray, God. Lord, we thank you that you have established, O oh God, New Jerusalem. Mother of us all, Lord, the church, O oh God, today. We thank you, Jesus, for blessing your people, Lord. I pray for the mothers and the natural, O oh God, of this church. O oh God, that you would keep your hand upon them, O oh Lord Jesus. That you would bless them, O oh God. Those that have been born into the church, O oh God. That they will value their church, O oh God. That they will value what you have done for them, O oh God. That they would keep you as first and foremost in all the things that they do, God. We truly appreciate you, Jesus. This day, Lord God. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. Is the old ship of Zion.